made up by somebody's little housewife. Right, I mean, what? what the fuck is this thing called again? Alright, so here we are again with another episode of Shameless Pillow Talk. Um, back again with some new faces. Uh, if you guys want to um, tell the people who you are. I'm Olivia. I'm so weird with introducing myself, but I'm just going to throw I'm Olivia. I'm Jasmine. I'm Jasmine. I am Jasmine Sierra on Instagram. Okay. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm Ricardo. My name is 216.rico on Instagram. Okay. I'm Robbie. Robbie underscore smooth three zero on Instagram. Okay. Okay. All right. So, you know, um, New week, new episode. Um, you know, I brought you know, I brought my friends here to you know talk about some you know subjects, and uh, you know, we just gonna uh, we're just gonna kick it off from here uh, and jump right into it. Um, so, as uh, many of you may or may not know. Um, I recently just went through a breakup and, and, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, breakups and, you know, why they hurt and how do y'all like, how do y'all cope through these things? Like, how does, how, how, how do, how do breakups like, how do you get through them? Lord. Um, who want to go first? Alcohol. Well, I'm, oh. uh, who? <laughs> you go you go whoever talking about okay. go. yeah okay so i personally i start self-reflecting on what i did and what i didn't allow yeah and once i go and start looking at self like okay you know what you knew you weren't supposed to do that but you just kept giving a chance bitch yeah so you know what everybody forgive yourself first i start mm-hmm. forgiving myself and then once i forgive myself i realize Everything that I was overlooking, that I shouldn't have been overlooking, it was never worth my time. And it helps me to like push that, like you have to detox. Like when you leave a nigga that you've been dealing with for a long time, you really have to detox off that ass. Like literally shit it all out. And once you shit it all out, you be like, damn. And then when they see you again, they be like, damn, she look good. I know. I got your spirit off me. Oh, what's her name? What's her name that just said that? That's what I'm talking about. I just feel like you have to detox from them. You have to detox what you have to get the idea of them out of your head and really look at the reality of who they really are. And when you really see who they really are, you be like, I'm I'm not even attracted to you. And Mm -hmm. then you have to get the sex because sometimes you get blown away from sex, but you have to realize you made their sex good. Yeah. You wouldn't have hit my spot. If I didn't tell you to do this a certain way, you wouldn't have never know how to do it. I taught you how to fuck this body. So Ooh. you didn't really fuck me good. I taught you how to fuck me. So I kind of stopped giving you credit for shit you didn't even know how to do until I taught you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You know what? Oh, yeah, that's her. I needed that. I needed that. Yeah, she said a mouthful. <laughs> yes, that was the... We should have saved the best for last. Shit. Right. right. Oh, oh, shit. That was good. Okay, shit. Who next? Who next? I mean... Well, I'm the next. Okay, calm, girl. Talk your shit. Well, I just recently went through a breakup, too. 
mm-hmm. of, of a five-plus-year relationship. Ooh, mm. preach. And, you know, at first, I was, like, comparing myself because I my relationship ended because I got cheated on. So, at first, I was comparing myself, like, what was I not doing? Or, like, what about that girl looks different than me because we're not, we don't look anything alike. But then, once I got past that, and then I started thinking about, like, I, I, I changed myself to become more of what he wanted. So then I was, like, you know, self-reflecting. I started realizing who the real Jasmine is. And then I started living my best life. And then, really, it just became easy. Like, it was, like, I'm not even looking at pictures. Like, I'm not even attracted to him for real. And I feel like once when you're with somebody for so long, you just mm-hmm. even things that you wouldn't be attracted to and even personality, it makes you blind to that kind of stuff because I look back at it like I've been with another man since I've been with him and like the sex wasn't that great for real. Uh-huh. I made it great because I was in love. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying right. like and how Olivia was saying how you um she you look past certain things. There was a lot of stuff that I noticed. It was right in front of my face. Women's intuition was taking over and I was like Nah, it would nah, he wouldn't do that. So mm-hmm. I just had to figure out you know, who the fuck I am. I'm Jasmine. Yeah. So, and then it was easy. Right. Exactly. Okay. And I bet in the next six months, baby, he'll hit you back up because he don't people fail to realize when you're selfless with them and you're truly showing them love, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that you like I heard a pastor saying a long time ago, Adam had to name the animals in his life before God gave him a woman. So you don't know a hoe from uh you don't know a cow from a cat. You would never know a queen from a damn bitch. Like you would never know it. You right. can never yeah. decipher it. And when right. you have a queen in front of your face, you just group her along with the animals. Well, but one thing she brings to the table is that mm-hmm. she's not gonna think about your feelings. Yeah, it's fun fucking off with who you fucking off with because it was easy. I challenge mm-hmm. you for growth. Most mm-hmm. men and some women don't want to be challenged for growth. Mm-hmm. So that. you Say keep that. them from like you keep them from like making that next step. So they'll push you to the side because you say, Did you fill out that application? How's your college stuff going? Did you finish mm-hmm. your class? Right. I was like, why are you going out all night? You know you got this stuff due on Monday. Right. Oh, my God, you acting like my mother. Your mother didn't even hold up that standard. Let's stop playing games. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my I know I know the I don't know the one that I was with. We broke up July. He was was with the girl the next day. They got married the beginning of the year, so I don't think he's gonna hit wow. me. Up. But I damn, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred and ten percent sure that he be thinking about me though. Oh, he's gonna sure. hit reality. For sure. you said, oh, he gonna hit reality. You said y'all was together for five years. Right, girl, you're never gonna go away. No niggas Baby. gonna still sit yeah. there and claim you for five years if y'all were in a relationship. Relationship, yeah, that's mm-hmm. five niggas. You know how niggas are nowadays, especially the girl. If he really didn't want to be with you, he would have showed it in everything. I don't know if ultimately that's what made y'all break up, but he's gonna start showing it. So for somebody to be with you for five years out of both of y'all lives, y'all both sound young, like. Yeah, no. He's going to think about you, Mary. He's going to hit you up. Yeah. He's going to hit you up. Next thing you know, you're going to get a message from the wife. Are you still talk, bitch? I, mm. I, I was before I checked you. Out a long time. <laughs> and I checked out right. a long time. Enjoy love because your rejection is for your protection. See, she wanted it so bad, she got it. Now, you you had got a taste of it 
and God mm-hmm. said, uh-uh, let me remove you. And that hurt really hurt. And it hurts exactly. to separate. Yeah. But he's going to get all of the stuff that he still ain't grown up to. She accepted him in his childlike manner. Mm-hmm. You would, didn't want to deal with that. She's going to have to grow with him. And that how long this marriage is going to last. And let's just keep it funky. And he ain't a man yet. Right. Yeah. He's going to take her ass on through it too. But the difference is she's going to stay because she's trying to keep a marriage and a facade. So she's going to go through way more. I was gonna say I don't know if you ever gonna grow to be a man because I'm 28, he's 36. With a whole 12 year old son, like if he was gonna be oh, a man, it's past time. I can't raise right. Him. Oh yeah, right, exactly. right. Uh-oh. I mean. I mean, like, okay, so, <laughs> so y'all. I mean, a lot. Okay, so a lot of y'all know that uh, I was in this relationship or whatever, and y'all know that you know I went through. I went through hell, pretty much. You know, it wasn't like hell because you know, like when we were good, we were like really good, but when we were bad, we were like really bad. But it's like you know, I also a lot of people was like, you know, oh, he's young, he's young, blah blah blah. blah. You know, like, you know, like, I guess um, he was, like, the first younger, like, really younger person I had been with. Um, but, you know, I, we started out as friends, you know, it was a little rocky at first. And then, you know, um, he, I will say, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to knock him because, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to say he did anything wrong. Or whatever but at the same time you know it was i had to i had to get over the fact that you, I, once i got over the, the fact that he was like really really young and you know he was like you know hey you know i'm young you know can you you know like you know help him a little bit because you know there there's some things that he didn't know and i couldn't i couldn't fault that for him that yeah. fault him for that because that was that wasn't his upbringing you know mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. but you know I think, I think what really got me was um, I had made him a promise that I would never, you know, give up on him. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God, this is so emotional. But, you know, he... Talk about it. He gave up on me, and you know that shit hurts. Um, right. Like that shit hurts so. That shit hurts so bad. Like I could tell that you know he was really uneasy about it, and you know, like like I always tell him, like you know you can't you can't protect my feelings, but um, he always tried, and I I don't want to say you know like that's a bad trait for him to have, but you know, it is a bad trait for him to have, especially with me. Like, you know, don't protect my feelings. Like if you feel some type of way, if you don't want to do this no more, let me know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we eventually, you know, ripped the bandaid off <laughs> and I am still trying to figure out how the hell to cope with the person that, you know, like became my best friend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't hate him or anything, but you know, I had I did have to let him know, like, look, in order for me to get over you, like, I have to, like, I have to block you out of my life, like, for now, like, if if we, you know, you know, you know, if it's meant to be, like, we'll make it back around and be friends or whatever, but you know, like, I like, (laughs) 
Like this was this this was a rough one for me because you know we had we had talked about so much we had planned like so much like everything was put into motion like we were supposed to do like we had like a a fuck ton of shit we were supposed to do and never got to do any of it and that that in a sense like it hurts like I just went from. I just went from seeing this person like pretty much every day to I don't even talk to him. I blocked his number. I blocked him on Instagram. I blocked him on Facebook. I blocked him on Snapchat. I blocked him on everything because I like, like he said, he's young. Like he said, he's young and he has to, you know, get his stuff together, blah, blah, blah. blah. And he doesn't want to hurt me in any kind of way. Like I get it, you know, whatever. You knew this before you got in a relationship with me? Because I didn't ask you. You asked me. Okay. The only thing I asked you was if you were sure because, you know, you were young. You have to live your life. Everything that I pretty much asked him about, he pretty much told me that that was the reason why. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all. This shit hurts, and I don't even know how to cope with it. Like, you? I think... I mean, I think everybody copes in their own way. Like, everybody can tell you how they cope, but eventually it's just going to come to you on how you're going to be able to cope with your situation because everybody's just different. Like, you you didn't really have a bad breakup, but it it was real painful. Like, my breakup was horrible. Right, like, I've had horrible And Larry is, um, girl, it just, I felt so much from what you just said because mm-hmm. it's like why did you know I was just with you like last week girl exactly. and for you to be going through all of that and I not know about none of it bitch that's making me emotional right now bitch you know I stayed on the phone with you we went out every week and when you you know first things first if you ever are feeling like that for the, all my listener all the listeners the viewers Check on your strong friend because that's literally Mm -hmm. after listening to you, Larry, you always smiling. You always making sure everybody else is okay. And, you know, we've had that conversation. So Mm -hmm. going back to what you were saying, you always making sure everybody okay. You making sure everybody's straight. You are literally a selfless person. Off of the short Ooh, amount right. of time that I've known you, mm-hmm. it seemed like we just met, but it seemed like we so close, girl. Just off of all the drunk nights, all of our mm-hmm. talk. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Because, so, you know, I met you crying. <laughs> listen. I said, let me talk to this boy about these damn dogs. What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> met you crying. Oh and it's God. crazy because, because, Rico, you know better than anybody the shit that I would call you about and be like, I was bitch. in the car. You was <laughs> in the car, bitch. And then it was crazy because it's like, I did not realize... Now listen, I want y'all to I want y'all I want y'all to listen to this. I did not realize how much I cared about this boy until he sent me this message and said that he didn't that that you know we shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Bitch, when I tell you my body went numb and I turned that key, like I was literally in my hallway of my apartment building. I turned that key open that door and I literally could not walk. Like I hit the ground 
And I just literally laid there by my front door and I cried and I cried and I cried for like two hours straight. Like Rico, you remember the cry that he did in the car? Yeah. Bitch, that was me at my front door. But Larry, though. So he sent you a message. He He sent me a message. Deserve you, girl. Like, he didn't. Mm -mm. At all. Like, that's what I want to get you back to. Like, all that energy, if it was at any point reciprocated, and this is the thing, you, and it's so crazy in today's generation, you cannot show people that you like them more than they like you. Everything Speak is so, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Everybody's so used to hiding behind these phones and don't know how to have real conversations with people. So, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, yes. Go ahead, go and ahead. when somebody shows them that they care about them, it they don't know. Them. They don't know what to do. It they is. Them. They don't know what and to do. Instead of and instead of having a conversation about what feelings they're having, they're just they're like, oh, I, I, they, oh this out. ain't real. And then they'll be sitting yeah. there having a moment because I can relate to that because mm-hmm. it like this was the first guy that I ever dealt with that was younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so we wasn't in a relationship, but we built a real great friendship. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up sleeping with each other. And then we spent so much time together. I'm the type of person, my intuition be so goddamn on point. It, it and it sickens me because I hate always knowing. Mm-hmm. I hate always knowing because I pay attention yeah. to routine. When you yeah. when you the way you speak to me, if you don't speak to me in a certain way, I know something's up. I'm not gonna yeah. see you off off rip, but yes. I feel it, and you mm-hmm. don't know that I feel it. So I said, uh, I asked the boy. I said, Are you dealing with somebody? Oh no, no, no. I said, like, you know, we start off as friends. We're not in a relationship, but we. We act like we in a relationship, but I just want you to respect my emotions because mm-hmm. I would respect yours if the shoe was on the other foot. Exactly. So he goes off the grid. He's not answering messages. He's going, and I'm the type of person, I'm not going to badger you. Now I've seen you two messages, and if you don't respond to them to me, I'm not, I look, I'll go to sleep like a baby. Mm-hmm. I'll be irritated, but I'll go to sleep. So exactly. I messaged him, and he said something disrespectful. It was his birthday. And what pissed me off about him was that he harped on the death of his child. His child died through birth. And so it's his child died on the 17th. I think his birthday is on the 18th. So mm-hmm. I sent him this heartfelt message about the death of his child. And, you know, I was just like, yo, he was acting like he was so down. He was just going to drink himself to death or X, Y, Z. So I messaged him. And I was like, you good? And he wasn't responding. So I knocked on his door. He was downstairs smoking. Who answered the door? The girl he's fucking. Did he? Oh, <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Mm. You, whoop, right. whoop, whoop, whoop. The girl right. he's fucking, then he tried to act like nothing is going on in his life. But see, you can't hide anything. Because when I feel like people say God, I, some people say the universe, spirit. When it's time for you to break away from somebody that's going to take you on down there through there and take you out of character. He'll show it to you yeah, right in your face. So what you gonna do is you gonna whoop her ass. Mm, it's ain't I her fault. <laughs> right. But I had to think about it. He lied. Mm-hmm. She exactly. don't know nothing about me. Right. All she knows is that I sing on bass. That I sing. I'm the singer on this bass. That's all she knows. She don't right. know me from a can of paint. So which one she seen me? She's like, oh my god, hey. I was like, where will at? Oh, he downstairs smoking copy. I went downstairs. I said, oh, so you fucking the one you want, huh? What are you talking about? See how people crazy? They try to inflict like you acting a fool, but they already been caught. So since they caught, they want to make it seem like you don't piss them off. Right. But yep. fast forward. Gaslighting. 
Uh-huh. Right. Fast forward, stop talking to the dude and say nothing else to him. Next thing you know, he go to mass. He lose rank because he's fucking with that girl. Ooh, he man. couldn't stop. He couldn't stop fucking with the girl. What'd he do? He motherfucking kept on fucking with her after he went to mass and went got busted down from E5 to E4. Wow. And he got her pregnant. Mm. So you can't afford the two kids. So now you're trying to take care of the two kids you got stateside and the baby you got in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, none of my business. I dodged a bullet. I could have yep. been mad. I could have been like, oh my God. Like, how could he? But I have to remind myself we wanted a relationship. I was more hurt that we was friends and you couldn't uphold the standard of the friendship mm-hmm. that portrayed we had. Exactly. Because people get in there as a friend and that's what makes you love them. That's what makes you support yeah. them in their wrong sometimes. And you like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to hit on that later on because mm-hmm. I know he's flaking on this, but you know what? I'm his friend and I'm going to tell this person this later on when they're able to yeah. take it. Right. You like you treat them like so like like family because you started off with a friendship, but you're giving your body, so you're giving more of a friendship to really like you got to calculate what you're really giving up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But I understand like that pain hurts. I was in my room meditating. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Listening to <laughs> trying to find Oshun beat. Well, I was in this sacred. I was in this. Bitch talking like to that. ancestors. Like I that. said, Grandma, come help me, please. Be like that. Because yeah. I was so heartbroken and I don't understand why did this break me so bad. But then where I stand now, I'm so strong. Mm. Because God decreased him but increased me. I made mm. E5. He lost right. E5. I increased. So it was a reason why we had to step away from each other because I would have blessed him with my blessing. Right. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't deserving of it. I guess just. It's just, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, I don't know how that broke me so bad. Right. You just be like, like, what the fuck? All I keep thinking, of, like, all I've been thinking, all I was thinking about was, like, you know, he, he, like, you know, he helped me out of, like, a dark place. Like, after, like, my last, my ex or whatever, Ooh, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't sexually active i wasn't doing none of that like i wasn't like all dudes was just trash i didn't want to be with nobody like blah 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 blah. and like you know had some real bad trust issues and you know he came along started out as my friend you know and then we went through some like bullshit at the beginning and then you know he came back full circle and it was just like you know like i said we were good we were really good but then we were bad you know we were we were pretty bad but it was like the good that we had outweighed the bad. Outweighed the bad. So that's why it's like, you know, I'm not really mad at him. The reason that he gave me, I, knowing him, I really don't believe that that's the full story. But I think mm-hmm. that he's yet again trying to protect my feelings. And I'm like, I don't want you to do that. I just need you to be real with me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, so you have to find your own closure, right? And it's crazy, and it's like you know, I blocked yeah. him. I blocked him, and I put him in that space because it's like you know, once I reevaluate my life, and once I get my shit together, and once you know, I pull like pull myself together, stop crying, stop thinking about you, blah blah blah. Because I'm, I told him, I like, I literally told him, he was like, "Why do you have to block me? Like what? Like why?" And I was like, "Because if." the bond that I the bond that I have with you like the attachment that I have to you 
if you continue to call me or text me with the same routine that we do every day, because it's like I would get off, I would text him good morning, he would text him when he woke up, I would go to work, get off work, he get off work, he FaceTime me, call me, whatever. We just had a routine that we had every day. And he'd come mm-hmm. see me and blah, 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 blah. I was like, if we continue that routine, I'm never going to get out of my head that you are not my boyfriend anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, need to step, I need to take a break from you, separate my feelings. And I'm like, if I reevaluate the situation, I come to the conclusion that, you know, that I don't want to fuck with you no more. I don't want to be with you. You're going to be, you're going to be in that same hell as the rest of my exes. And and then it, right. comes, it comes to the point too, like if you don't separate yourself within that situation, then you could never fully move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, me and my ex-boyfriend, you know, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> we still talk off and on to this day. And when we do talk, it's still a, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. It's a, okay, me too. Okay, I love you. Love you too. And we are still not, and we're not together. But until we can separate that, we will never be able to move on. We might date other people. We might be with whoever. But until we are able to do that, we won't be able to fully give ourselves 100% to whoever the new person that we're dealing with. I know that. He knows that. But... We are, we're not at that point where we can separate the two. Is it healthy? Probably not. Is it working for the moment? Sometimes. Sometimes he pisses me off. Sometimes he don't. Sometimes we're good. Sometimes we're bad. I mean, like somebody said before, everybody deals with each situation differently. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to find out what works for you. Not for him. Not for Johnny down the street. Mm-hmm. But whatever's the best thing that works for you. And if that's cutting him out completely, he's going to have to live with that because he's the one that put himself in that situation. Uh, right. You can't continue to, again, uh, what am I trying to say? You can't try to uh, coddle his feelings because he didn't care about yours. Right. True. Right. You True. can't keep blaming yourself for a situation that he put himself in. True. So he and, has to take responsibility for that. And he has to uh he made his bed, now he got a lie in it. And it's up to you to be strong to like know that it's you know what I'm saying, you're the one that put him there and to be adamant with that. Like don't let up on it. Don't okay, I'm gonna unblock him right now. I'm gonna see I'm gonna see if he gonna like some pictures or if he gonna do this or he gonna notice. Like once you feel like you know me so well. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Once, because you're gonna achieve that point to where you're gonna be completely over him. You know it's gonna take some time, but you know you're gonna get there. So mm-hmm. don't be like, don't test the waters. Oh, I'm over him. I think I'm good. There's no point in him being blocked. Don't even let him creep his way back into your life at all. And another thing too, when we started talking, the first when a little emotions, more emotions started coming out is that, you know, I told him I would never give up on him. Mm-hmm. But then he mm-hmm. gave up on you. You have to understand you never needed him to even to support you. Exactly. And he got big headed. 
when you was really like supporting him mentally, spiritually, showing him things, being the father he never had, being the father, teaching him things that his mama should have taught him. He got big headed. What was that movie? We talked about it yesterday. That movie with um, Tuka play that game. And I was Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown looked a fucking fool. She got that nigga with his teeth fixed. And mm-hmm. once everything was together, he was out there acting like he ain't need old girl. And he got big. But see, you got to understand, it's blessing by connection. As <laughs> long as you connect to me, you're going to be good. That's my blessing. It overflows on you. My cup right. runs over on you. When you leave my cup, once you leave my threshold and you think somebody going to offer you the same substance and same connection as I give, What's mm-hmm. covering over my life? You don't get that everywhere. People got karma on their motherfucking cup. Okay. People got, people got other stuff in their cup. Now he left. A, <laughs> you better speak it. They got stuff going on in their lives that you left my umbrella of protection. But you have to understand that you don't give up on yourself. That's the test. Don't lose yourself. It's okay. Sometimes you got to lose a couple of um, marbles, a couple of screws to find it, but you ain't crazy and you ain't lost nothing. It yeah. shook you up. That support screw that made you have these thoughts of who he was and what he brought to the table, it broke and it needed to break because once it's broken, you realize it was never strong to uphold you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I tell you, I get to talking, I get up off my bed and start standing up like I'm preaching at a seminar. This is like motherly advice right here. It sure yeah. is. And you know what? I really needed to hear this because I ever since like ever since that day, I have been walking around here like lost. And it's so weird. Like it's the weirdest. Like I never felt that with any of my exes. Like, you know, I broke up with them, but by the time, you know, we broke up, I was already over it. But this one, I wasn't ready. It it took me by surprise, and I've literally just been like, like, I literally went from talking to you every day to not even seeing you. And it was, and the worst part about it is, all my friends know me. All my friends know who I am, what I'm about. I literally, for a second, was begging him not to go. What? Like, listen, Man, you had to remember who the fuck you was. You almost blew up, didn't you? Like, I was like, like, I was like, can we please, like, just talk about this? And he was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I was like, well, you know, I have, I have an idea. I went to present him the idea and before I could even finish, he was like, he was like, yeah, my mind's kind of made up. And I was like, well, you know. Uh, and then I was... Nigga, let me shoot him. Girl, listen, wait till we get out this recording so I can read you Jack Boots. Ooh, I Girl, you about to really make me like, say something to him. Like, like, like and, it's, and it's crazy because it's like, I... Oh my god! Like I was like, I, oh my god! Like <laughs> I woke up this morning, like on my way, like on my way to work, and I cried on my way to work. I was like, "Bitch, what is wrong? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I've never, never let a dude get me like this. So it's like, how? Like, what is it that you did? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's you know, this was the first person I dated since my ex two years ago. Like, I don't know if this is like. Cause it's it, 
like I don't know. It's like our connection was weird. Like our connection was like it. It's like he was. Anytime I needed him, he was always there. Like there was like good parts to him, but like I said, you know, when like he would fuck up, he would do some crazy shit, and I used Dumb to be like, shit. right, and I used to be like, nobody does this at all. Like so, I'm like, I don't even know where you got. It the was idea like, are you okay. retarded? Like this is like something is serious. You're, you can't be smart at all. Like have any brain cells with what you just did, right? And- and it fucked me up. I was like, damn, like, like, what the fuck? So now, like, like, okay, so when I was talking about it in the beginning, and I was like, you know, I made him a promise that I would never give up on him. And I wanted to cry all over again because I was like, bitch, you asked me to promise you that I would never give up on you. And I told you that I would. That's because he knew he wasn't. You gotta ask yourself, mm-hmm. why would he why would he promise yeah. you to never give up on him? Because he knew he was gonna do some fucked up mm-hmm. shit. You know and he, he wanted you to be dependent on his, his Yeah. That's yeah. probably what it's like a contract. To. It's like a contract. Like, okay, you said you ain't never gonna give up on me. So let me go up out here and act a fucking fool. You're not gonna give up on me, right? You said you wasn't. So well, yeah. You're going to call me every day, even though we're not together. I just want you to call me because you said you won't ever give up me. So right. when somebody, wherever the grass I'm thinking is green at, it's not really green. So I can still have you in the bag because mm-hmm. you said you weren't going to give up on me. You know, like you got me fucked up. Exactly. And then the crazy part about it was after like, after like mm-hmm. everything, he was like, he was like, he was like, can you still, he, he was like, can you not, pretty much can, can you still just treat me the same and not treat me like a friend? And I was like, absolutely not. So you want benefits without any kind of um, qualifications. You just want to, you just want the, you know, all the insurance without paying the bill, huh? Okay. Hmm. He wants right. the qualification, but you don't want to do the PQS. I'm good, sis. <laughs> I'm good, sis. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, damn, like, because cause I'm like the last time, you know, we kind of split up. I treated him like my friend because I was like, I don't want my friends to get the wrong idea. Like, oh, you know, he want to fuck. No, I literally cut off emotion. I cut off, you know, I don't I don't treat my friends the way I treat my dudes. There's yeah. there's always there's there's always a separation between the two. Like I, there's, there's no gray area with me. There's no thin line between being my friend and being my boyfriend. It is a wide fucking gap. Mm-hmm. Like you gonna know if you my friend and you gonna know if you my dude. So it's like right now I'm kind of just stuck in limbo. It's weird. Well, at least you ain't went through a whole phase because of this, you know. Because Lord knows, yeah. you know, motherfucker be pissing you off. People like, you know what, fuck this. Fuck this. I done been there done got t shirts. Exactly. It's just hard it. right. Mm-mm. Ooh, I'm too old for a whole phase. Right. Me too. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm too old. I can't keep up. Everybody don't know. Okay, so we are going to take a quick break and we are going to come back with some more of this because this is a this is a bomb ass conversation. Love it. <laughs> All right. So first uh 
first half of this segment was uh, pretty emotional. I don't give a fuck if y'all hear me cry. Shit. Hey, <laughs> I cry if I want it. to. Hey, shameless about it, baby. Let's get it. Listen, listen. So, I don't know. Did we finish the coping mechanisms, girl? Because <laughs> we did. We basically came to the conclusion that it's different, and, and it just depends on where you at with it. Because Jasmine, like she said earlier, she was like, you know, it just it's different for each individual based off and based off different elements. Because this could be the first, but this is. I feel like sometimes when you take a break away from dating. Uh-huh. That initial come back to the hey, welcome to the dating scene, bitch. That shit hurt because that's it was years. Like you said, it was years, like two years before you started dating again, and then bam, this is like the hey, welcome. Mm-hmm. This is what the dating scene is like now, boo boo. So just know, I just want to show you what it's like. So this is what you look out for. But see, me when I when I'm in that you know that situation and I need my mm-hmm. little time, that's the time where I do the best. Because mm-hmm. I got a time to reflect and to think. I be in the gym getting my body right. So when mm-hmm. I get back, you better say you it. Cause I said this booty, to... this booty looking Listen. right this year. I'm about to hit calories. Gonna... I'm like, what's up? <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to recognize me when I'm back. And when I'm back, don't try to get to know me again because right. that person that you knew was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no New no longer for. putting up with the bullshit you coming with. That shit is dead and gone. So you can keep it moving. Keep it pushing, period. Point I like point. to call it the new wineskin effect. And what I mean by that, you can't put new wine in old wine skin. What I was dealing with with you, if we would have kept it going, that would have been the best fermented wine a bitch would love. Mm, but when you decided to do the most, I had to get new wine skin. Because I can't ferment a new relationship, a new me, uh, evolved me in old wine skin. So with that being said, mm-hmm. once you let that wine air out, once Ooh. you let that wine air out, exactly. it's a different case. Mm-hmm. It's a different case. Mm-hmm. Okay. The new wine. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you know what? I feel like Rico brought up a good point when he said to check on your strong friends. Because... Facts. Because you know what, we tend to not, we tend to forget about our strong friends, and it's like, who's being strong for them? Right. That's a question I used to ask myself a lot. Um, I would say I am one of my strong friends. Out of all my friends, they all come to me, mm-hmm. and I always, and I got time. I don't care. I'm in Japan, and it's time for me to take my ass to bed so I can be working in the morning. But let one of my friends be going through something and they exactly. need some wisdom. They need a push. I'm going to stay up. I might be tired as hell. I might oversleep at work. I don't give a damn shit. I got two mm. months left. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, you know, like my thing is, is, but I've had many moments where I just said, I was like, damn. And I look at my phone. And I'm like, who am I going to call? Who is equipped to deal with what I feel like I'm going through? And then I just hit record and I talk to my damn self. Exactly. Literally. I feel like I'm the one of the strong friends, too. And then, like, my friends, I can talk to them about stuff, but I don't, maybe it's a pride thing, but at a certain point, uh-huh. I'm like, man, I'm not going to keep talking to my friends about this. But I really am hurting. I want to talk to someone, but I'd be feeling like they're probably tired of hearing it. When they're not, they're willing to listen. Right. But it's like, right. I just, you know what, I just deal with it myself. Exactly. I, I think the reason why I talk to myself is because uh, 
I'm so aggressive when it comes to disrespect, especially to feelings that are given to people. So when my friends are going through stuff and like somebody is not appreciating the woman that they're offering to them and they do the most, they play, they trifle with their emotions. I'm the first one to be like, cut that bitch out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm that one. But I apply the same measure to myself. And if I have a, a moment where I feel like, oh, God, this is bothering me, I'm mm-hmm. still going to apply the same method. But I'm just like, who am I to complain to these girls? And see, <laughs> like, that's yeah. how I am. That, that, that's yeah. me. I'm the type of person that can't. But I will take a lot more when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. But what you won't do is come for the people that I care about. Exactly. Because then yeah. at that point, then we have a problem. Right. Exactly. Then we have an issue. At that point. But I mean, I take some shit, I take that shit on the chin and I keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But once you make the people I care about feel uncomfortable or you do something that hurt shoot. them, then I'll come and play your neck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about him. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing bad about him, baby. You couldn't, like, you, you can't tell me nothing bad about none of my friends. You can say all the bad shit you want about me. I mean, I'm going to check you regardless, but you say anything bad about my friends, especially the friends that don't want no smoke. I want it all. Because I'm like, I'm like, I don't like, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like I have to be like, you know, that friend that people can depend on. Like, I have to be like, you know, like, like she said, the person that, you know, if you call me in the middle of the night, like, bitch, and you want to talk, like, you know, okay, well, got to be at work at four. I mean, I got to be at work at four, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on this phone with you and I'm going to, uh, we're going to finish this. We're going to finish this conversation. And I don't care if we, if we finish it at 3.30 in the morning. We just have to finish it. And I'll just have to, you know, take a nap at work at my desk or something. I don't know. But I'm going to medical for, for fucking insomnia. <laughs> I got to I got a sleeping problem. Right. Hey, so I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's especially just... especially me being 30 now, I mm-hmm. try to be the person for my friends that I didn't have when I needed somebody. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because exactly. I know what I went through when I needed somebody. So I try to pay that for it and try to not make any of the other people I care about go through that. Exactly. I feel like they don't, like nobody has time for them because when you come up in a certain household, like I could go to my mom, my grandma, my cousins, I always have something, someone to go to. Mm-hmm. And I also have friends that don't have that tribe. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like you just said, like, I want to be that person. Like, I don't have to be that person, but I I pay close attention to all my friends that I see where they're lacking. Mm-hmm. So if there's nobody supporting you, if you feel like nobody's in your corner, I got one friend and she be like, girl, I tell you what be going on and you be more mad than I do. I be like, because they got you fucked up and I ain't gonna take this shit. Exactly. You know, so like, and I, I'm like, I want you to know that's how important you are. Because mm-hmm. I got somebody in my corner that does that. I could just call one of my cousins right now and be like, girl, ooh, and they be like, what the fuck? I'm finna come to Japan. They ain't got right. no damn money to come I'm to Japan, but they'll make me feel like they go come to Japan. Right. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. You got to pass the want... first, but, <laughs> but listen, <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just you know, I feel like I just feel like you know, it's always about you know, it's just about your strong friends, and it's just like you know, somebody's got to be the voice for the for your strong friends because you know they go through shit. I go through mm-hmm. shit. I go through shit so much. Like I go through more shit than anybody know. Like. 
like Rico, you know, he was like, he was, he was like, you know, I didn't tell him, and I'm like, you know, like, bitch, I, I couldn't bring myself to really tell anybody until I was able to get up off that damn floor, like, right, Rico right. on his phone because he on his way to what's his face's uh, residence. That's why he ain't here. Listen, <laughs> listen. Oh, like, I gotta do a drive by with right. you. Like, you got me fucked up. Right. Listen, man. I mean, you know, it's like I don't want to keep harping on it, but shit, bitch, I'm hurt. Oh, oh. <laughs> but see, like, when it comes it, right. to the strong friend, we also have to be careful to not let that also everybody else's problem consume. Mm-hmm. us and overshadow mm-hmm. what we got going on. Because mm-hmm. there's been times where, you know, me being a strong friend, I've given my last and like, you know, I'll be all Listen, right. I have given my last dime and was like, you know what, I'll figure it out one way or another. Like, whatever. And it's like, I do let other people's problems consume the hell out of me. And yeah, I carry it like me. a cross. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. I, and they overshadow the shit that I be having, that I have going on. So, you know, I, I don't even know if y'all know this, but the first, the, my first week, my first week in San Diego, I literally came, I literally used to walk in my house and I used to cry. Because I'm like, you know what? I cannot do this. Like this, it seemed like everything was just going wrong. And, you know, when I lived in Hawaii, you know, I had, you know, everybody in my house. So, you know, I could like just vent or whatever or call or Mm -hmm. whatever. But it's like, you know, it seemed like when I would try to text people, you know, like, hey, you know, just, just, you know, just bring up conversation just to have somebody to talk to. And, you know, vent to, it seemed like the people yeah. that I was texting and, you know, talking to was trying to, that's crazy me to death. And I'm like, mm. oh, like, mm. I am venting okay. to uh. you and the only thing you really have to say is wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Oh, and man, you know wow. what? What I'm taking mm. from that is, okay, so you ain't trying to really hear what the fuck I got to say. So exactly. I'm just going to hang up. I'm just going to hang up. Like, like, you know, it's going to piss me off. I'm going to piss you out. You mm-hmm. need to be wary of some of those people because they will drain Listen, every bit of you. They got Listen. holes in their pockets. Listen, Listen. Sat, sat in this damn house, crying my fucking eyes out. Somebody called me. I'm wiping my tears and I'm just like, you know what? Put on these big boy pants and, you know, let's, let's help your friends through this shit. That's literally my mindset all the time. <laughs> like, oh my God, you know what? Stop crying, do whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I know motherfuckers like, you fucking cry, baby, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Listen, well, I you, cry. You better take time for you. Your friend, your real friends are going to understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and have they to really also, you. You also find out who your re- real friends are when you set up boundaries. Fact. Yes. That ain't no lie right there. And for the people who can't take that, they weren't here for you to begin with. Exactly. They were here for what you could do for them, for them, but they wasn't here for you. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It was. It's just, and it's crazy because it's like the same people that be venting to me be the same people that be like, "Oh, that's crazy." Oh, now you know where you stand with them. 
Exactly. And I'm like, damn, like, like you, like, I really had to take a step back and be like, and I was venting to multiple people and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, we ain't getting no resolutions here. Like, shit, like, you called me, you asked me, you asked me like a problem or you asked me about a problem that you have and we're going to sit down and we're going to evaluate the whole situation. I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. it Right, we're going to figure this shit out. I you call you. Or in the situation. Right. I call mm-hmm. you and I'm sitting here. I'm, I, I, I call you, hang up, and I'm still feeling the same way I did because I'm like, bitch, I'm still lost. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm hurt. And then you, and then them same people, like he said, you got to be cautious because, hell, they'll, you get on the phone. and Because I have a, a girl that I used to call my best friend from childhood, and I realized you're not my best friend. Ooh, like, speak on it. Speak you know what I'm saying? It. Like, the thing is, is that she'll call. And, you know, I would should drop all her trash on my front yard. And then the moment I get to talk about my emotions, it's a smooth, swift changeover to something back onto her. Mm-hmm. So you want me to fill your cup so you can deal with the trauma that you don't, you ain't tired of dealing with, bitch. The trauma I bring to you is every once in a blue goddamn moon. Ain't too many motherfuckers playing me day to day, goddamn it. So exactly. you're just getting played on the regular. And, like, I have to always tell you to put yourself first. Exactly. Because I have every once in a blue moon because I don't involve. I don't get involved. I don't like drama. I stay out of the way. I don't have mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I'm too old to playing with kids. That's why I just don't like I'd be like, look, come on now. Because exactly. I push you out quick. And with this new neighbor shit, you really just can't hurt people's feelings now. So, <laughs> right. you know, we got to worry about feelings. So I just stay away from kids. So my thing is my, my team needs to be concerned about my feelings as much as I am concerned about theirs. Because like exactly. I said, I stay up all night. You know, exactly. you call me about your crackhead mama, but then when it comes to certain things in my life, it's like, okay, whatever. Okay. Like, whatever. You inc- exactly. like you're an inconvenience to them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I got all the answers to their problems. So well, why don't like, you have the answers? You, mm-hmm. How dare you tell me your problems when I right. got something going on? Basically. And I'd be like, okay, co- copy, copy. So now I haven't spoke to her. I haven't spoke to her. I don't feel the need to. And I just was like, you know, roger that. And then she blowing my phone up every once in a blue. I don't understand. You're not answering your phone calls. You're not answering anything. Are you okay? I'm doing peachy, bitch. I'm right. doing peachy. I just exactly. don't feel like carrying other people's trauma. I got enough trauma of my own that exactly. I work out every day. I don't want. I don't want to carry your shit. Exactly, and it's crazy. Like it's it's so it's so crazy. It's like I really like you. Really just dropped this shit off on my doorstep, and then now I'm stuck with it. Yeah. I'm stuck with that and my own problem. So, you know what? Like, I'm just, I can't, I cannot, like, I 100% cannot, I cannot deal with it. I cannot, I cannot deal with it. And you know what? I really honestly thank God for the people that I do have in my life that I can talk to, that I can vent to. Like, there's this girl on Facebook. She, I mean, not on Facebook, on Instagram. She literally puts, us put something, puts a Bible scripture, word of wisdom, something mm-hmm. in my uh, in my DMs every day, and I one hundred percent appreciate her because it's like it's literally like something that I needed to see right on time every day. It's something that I needed to see. Some that I was feeling, it'll be like no, it'll be okay. Some about like you know this this struggle isn't isn't permanent. It's only temporary. But it's like she sends spot on shit every day and i literally can appreciate that because i'm like i feel like 
I just be feeling so lost. I be feel like, you know, this this move was supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be an easy transition. And it seemed like everything was slipping through the cracks. And I was just like, I don't I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm I'm I was I'm so lost. Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, you know, I prayed about it and I'm still just like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. And it's it hurts. It really does. Like, it hurts really bad. But, you know, I'm making it now. Like, you know, I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying to trying to get through it. <laughs> oh, you already got mm-hmm. through it. You just ain't realized it yet. Mm-hmm. This is just the hurting part. And the thing mm-hmm. is, it's, it's always a little pain with growth. Like, you know, I don't read the Bible like I used to back in the day, but it's like the potter's wheel. You need it to be broken, but he puts you back on the wheel. He remolds you. And those moments, those areas where you feel like you're weak at, you're really strong. He, like, fixed that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mr. Spy, mm-hmm. okay, roger that. I bumped, I fell off the damn, the wheel. Okay, he put a little clay right there, add a little water. Next thing you know, it looked, I don't, don't even look like I even had a, a missing part. So, yeah. that's exactly. what it boils down to. Like, I feel like every heartbreak prepares you for what's to come. And me, personally, I think, like, we was talking about in the first half about, like, what do you do to get over I start appreciating the person for what they did show me that I felt like I was lacking from my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Because that's one step to cause Because after you go through so many breakups and dealing with people, you realize that you have become a master to avoid things you're not going to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then one gets through the cracks and you be like, damn, how does this nigga get me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. How does this exactly. get me? Exactly. And then you become well more versed. You're not bitter. Because I hate when people say, oh, you're bitter. You run around acting like, I'm not bitter. I don't make nobody start from a position of Ellen. You come with an empty cup. Now fill it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm not going to give you a, a full cup and then assume you got my best interest. You come with an empty cup. So by your good words, you holding your words, you keeping honest, you doing what you're supposed to do, you respecting me as a person, I respect you as a person. Now, when you foster from that, that's when we have issues. It's not me bitter. It's just me not accepting less than what I deserve. Right, and every day we learn what we deserve because we don't a hundred percent know our worth. Sometimes, not everybody, but some of us do. So every day we're learning what we deserve. So if I had say, if I object to some bullshit, I'm not bitter. I'm just not taking the bullshit. This is not visa. It's not accepted everywhere. I'm sorry. Say that. Right. Mm, That's what I'm talking about. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um. Okay, so uh, baggage in a relationship. Are y'all gonna help these people with their baggage, or are you just gonna let them go? It depends. Because yeah. I, yeah, it does. It I can't honest. I can't honestly say. Honestly, at this point in my life, like at at, at this time right now, I am not accepting any more baggage. You know, some people don't know the baggage that they carry with them. Ooh, and that's true. And that's true. That is true. Maybe some I think people, they have a lot of underlying issues that they didn't know were a thing until they met you. Mm-hmm. Some people, they don't know how to love. And why they don't know how to love, they don't know. But see, no one's ever told them that. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. took it like, oh, this this person's fucked up. They don't know how to do this. They don't know how to do that. And they just left. 
But that's because they didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But see, when you get somebody that cares and they try to, you know, let you know where your faults are, some people can't take that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially somebody that's older and set in their ways. Ooh, come on yeah. now. Fix that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you, you can tell them, you know, how they did you wrong or how they fucked up to you blue in the face, but they will never see it because... They were like, I didn't do nothing. This is what I know. It's not their fault. That's just the way that they've always been. And then I like to say, that's like passing on trauma. They like pass their trauma mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Because then you start being like, yo, well, like, well, I, why do I feel responsible for your lack thereof? Exactly. And this started from the womb. This started from either aunts or grandma or mother or father. Mm-hmm. This started back then. Everybody was okay because everybody in your family do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. don't think it's not a norm. You think this is perfectly fine. Yep. This yep. is true. This is true. I just, you know, maybe I feel like I feel like, you know, eventually I might come around, but as of right now, I can't accept nobody's baggage. I can't accept I have like I just have no room. I so what no are we room. calculating baggage is though? Are we calculating the emotional as baggage? Are we talking about, for example, because some people will say, Oh, he got too many kids, that's baggage. Mm-hmm. That is baggage. <laughs> Because I understand, I see, I know people that have a lot of kids, but they take care of all their kids, every mm-hmm. single one of them, mm-hmm. and they don't have any baby mama drama. But you know, from the outside in, you say, "Hey, how many kids you got? I got like five. Ah, oh, goddamn baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you ain't really diagnosed. Are you a good father, or are you mm-hmm. not holding up your responsibility? Because I, I don't mind dealing with a man with children. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you got to take care of your kids because I mm-hmm. know how it feels for my dad not to be in the house because he was out there mm-hmm. chasing pussy. So with that being said, if you chasing pussy and you think, hey, I'm going to pay your bills, but my daughter's birthday is this day and she'll be all right. I give her mama child support. We got a problem. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got a problem. I don't like the way because that sounded. <laughs> that we got a, I mean, I, I feel like we got a problem. Child support is to uphold the, the child. Now, it goes vice versa. So you got the trifling ass baby mother that uses a child support to get her good, her bags and her shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds foolish. Like, yo, like she ain't. But we got the mother that's going to school and she uses a child support to pay the bills and the daycare stuff and she needs a little help on the birthday party. I'm, we got a problem if you're not helping her. We got exactly. a fucking problem. Exactly. Well, I mean... I'm not saying all baggage is like bad baggage, but <laughs> the shit that if I if I see you walking down the street with a damn suitcase, I'm gonna let you. I gotta roll. pee, y'all. I'm sorry if y'all hear something rolling. Oh, because let's, let's continue. <laughs> I'm so done with you. <laughs> if I see you rolling a fucking suitcase down the street, I'm gonna let you roll it right on past me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be. Uh, what was that guy that Will Smith played? Shut up. Pursuit of happiness. Right. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I am so <laughs> done with you. What if you got a mindset of a million dollars in his mindset? Like you okay. you just avoided your blessing because he a homeless man trying to get to his dream. And you know what? I'm going to keep missing that blessing. Leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone until I am ready to accept my blessing. But until then, until I call you over here, don't come in. Please. Mm -hmm. Please just leave me alone. Baggage to me is defined as, as far as like in the relationship, is somebody Mm -hmm. that is stagnant to me. So no matter what that is, 
That's no a beautiful way to describe is. it, too. If, I like that. If you're not willing to progress mm-hmm. as far as the relationship, you know, your career, uh, you know, whatever I feel that I'm lacking, if you can't make me feel like you trying, mm-hmm. then right. for me, that's bad. Yeah. You just put it in words for me, baby, because that's why I'll be looking at baggage. Like, if I'm coming into your world and you're okay with staying in your mama's basement. Mm-mm. Exactly. Cool. Now, granted, when we was talking, you made it seem like you live lavish and then you invite me. Mm-hmm. This is my room. Wait a motherfucking minute. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Nah. So you don't want to own your own house. Fuck mm-hmm. apartment. We do apartments and we move from state to state. But when we decide we're going to plant ourselves somewhere, we're going to buy a house. Right. You don't have a house in your future. You don't know what you want to do business-wise or school-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll mm-hmm. pay with the temp job. Right. Because I don't knock a man that don't want to go to school, but do you have a business in your spirit? Exactly. You, know, uh, you don't... You don't have to go to school. I don't need you to have, if you don't want to have a master's degree or XYZ, but do you have a business in your spirit? Do you have something in your spirit that's a business that's going to capitalize you where you don't have to work for nobody? Because working for somebody for the rest of your life is fine, but you, there's always point of not getting all your benefits or getting laid mm-hmm. off or a young person coming in. Like, I don't want to work for somebody. I already work for the government. Oh, and I'm okay go. with working for the government, but there's benefits with this. Now, mm-hmm. after the government, I decide I don't want to work no longer work with the government. I want a business in my spirit because I don't work up under how many leaderships. God damn it! I'm done working for people who working for people who working for people that don't even know the mission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like after you leave the military, you don't want to be nobody, bitch. Hell, I'm sorry, I don't. Mm-mm. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. No, you guys. And some are... people don't even know they somebody bitch because they don't even know how to dress. <laughs> we already done seen these people. You be Shut like, the <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a goddamn port. You be like, yo, go get back in your uniform. You look way better in your uniform downtown than you doing this shit you got on, bro. I hate you, son. <laughs> <laughs> people lose themselves in, the, in the military. They can't dress themselves. They can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. They fucking edges is thin because they've been wearing buns all their life. I don't got time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so done with you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, stock bond to the club. Don't do that. Don't play with me. Do not play with me. Do not play with me. <laughs> Don't play with me. Well, you know, you guys are so amazing. I'm so happy y'all came on this show today. Ah, this was good. I'm gonna drink the rest of this cocktail and go to the PT in the morning drunk as shit. I'm so done with you. <laughs> So this is what I like to call my reflection time. So what do we take away from this? I took away that everybody has a way of healing. And regardless of the way they heal, there's nothing wrong with that. But Mm -hmm. I also took away on another scope that healing brings deliverance for future growth. Mm -hmm. Because as much as it hurts, it's building you for something way much greater. Like, exactly. I, I'm a touch you. So my grandma used to say this all the time. Eyes have not seen nor ears have heard what God has in store for you. We get so stuck on the heartbreak sometimes that we don't realize this wasn't even meant for us. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> what is really meant for us is gonna blow our minds so much that when we realize when we get there and we look at that thing like I was tripping over a little I was tripping over ten cents. Like you was really tripping over ten cents. It wasn't even the full hundred dollar bill. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like I took away from this that you know everybody has a different way of dealing with hurt, mm-hmm. but at the end result of hurt, there's always a rainbow. Mm-hmm. The storm will tear up some shit, and sometimes we think the storm is tearing up. It's bringing water to the soil, to mm-hmm. water the flowers, to water the tree. The roots will grow, and when the storm is over, what do you see? A rainbow. That's the promise mm-hmm. that this too shall pass, Cooper. <laughs> This too shall pass. It hurts today, but in the morning, there will be like joy coming in the morning. So, at the end of the day, you know, like I took a lot from this. This was for you. This is what I took. This is for you. You got a group of, it started off with five people. We're going to say four. Subtract you. It started with five people. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. sat and we told you how important you are. How invaluable you are. How selfless you are. You are the diamond in the roof. Yeah. And I really and believe like they that. Say, pride in the fire come out pure gold, baby. <laughs> that's that's all what I'm talking is. about. That's all it is. But so that's what baby I said. pressure that. make diamonds, baby. <laughs> yeah. Come on through. Come Listen, on through now. Don't it, though. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to listen to this video again, honey. I'm going to listen to this thing after we do. Listen. Just don't forget um, to take time for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if, like, and don't let it, like how you were saying, you was talking to some people and it was acting like it was an inconvenience or they didn't want to talk. You know, it's upsetting, but just take it as, you know what, maybe that's God telling me I need to take some time for me and stop looking, talking to other people for a second. Definitely, exactly. You definitely got to do that. Take time for you. That's what I got. Yeah. I need and to I, do I'm that. I'm going to piggyback off of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people take that as you being selfish. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, 90% of the time, selfish has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Just because you want to be selfish don't mean you're being negative. Mm-hmm. But that just means you have to take the time and you need to work on you. Yes. That doesn't mean it's all about you. You know, if it's not your way, it's the highway. No, it just means you have to take care of you. Right. Definitely. So just because you're being selfish, that doesn't mean you're being selfless. Mm. So you can. Oh, come on. You can be selfish. Mm hmm. And still care about everybody else, but then at the end of the day, if you're not a hundred percent, you Damn can't be hundred and fifty for everybody else. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yep. This is true. is true. So people it need to understand: true. if you don't take the time for you, you can't be there for them. This is true. And to mm-hmm. add on a little bit, if you don't take the time for you, how can you help them? They're going to bleed you dry. If you was a bank account, and as much as they call you and cry about their shit, they're not depositing nothing. They was drawing. Exactly. So if you don't never, if they don't deposit into you, like you said, you call, and it's like, yeah, whoa, for real? Dang. Mm, Shit. Dang. For real? The same verbiage. 
Mm-hmm. Who's depositing into you? So then you keep answering the same calls for the same motherfuckers that's withdrawing. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So like like you said, you gotta be selfish. Because if you're not selfish, they will put you in the negative. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you let-, let you go hundred times. <laughs> 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 I'm so done with you. Especially yeah, like at such some a, point, even that's gonna run dry. Mm, for mm-hmm. real. And you got like such a beautiful soul, and you're very easy to gravitate to. So people mm-hmm. gonna always be coming to you. Cause I sure was at the cash uh, at the cash uh, thing, talk to them every day. Won't even take put no money on the car. Talking about random shit, the gossip girl. Who fucking who? Mm, that was listen. That was it. <laughs> That was it. Mm-hmm. Oh my so I think I'm going to take away from this that I'm going to keep it simple and just say that I am going to be okay. Facts. You I'm going to be okay. Absolutely. I don't know when. I don't know how it's going to happen. But, but I know. Something's starting. Right something now. is Everyone starting and I'm going to be okay. Started. You spoke it. You put it in the air. And it has to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. So it I has to come back to you. And if two or three to get, uh, agree, it shall come to pass. So we already know you're going to be okay. And if you're yes. not, you can call all of us and we'll yeah. cut the bitch out real quick. There you know I will. I know. Listen, Jasmine want all the smoke. You better know it. She want all the smoke. <laughs> All of it. And I'll they be having you more, so in his name, baby. Oh, yes. you be in March, too? I'm coming in March, too, baby. Okay, we all gonna be there. Listen, yeah. It's about to be a party. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, goodness. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on here. And, you know, anytime you want to be on, just let me know. Coffee. I enjoyed it. It's it's so much fun. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight, and I will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.